Welcome to Digital Marketing Made Simple. If you're a small business owner or entrepreneur seeking advice on creating a profitable online business, look no further than your host, Jenny Lyon, founder of Jenny Lyon Digital Marketing and Virtual Assistant Services, award-winning writer and 20-year digital marketing expert. For many people, creating a profitable online business is the dream, yet they struggle and they don't have to. Each week, we'll share some of our best digital marketing tips, practices, and strategies to get you optimal results. We'll also chat with experts and share our favorite small business success stories. Together, we're going to strengthen every area of your online business from content creation, social media, and email marketing to online courses, webinars, product launches, and more. I hope you find this podcast both empowering and inspirational. Now, let's get started moving your business to the next level. The rise in discovery calls seems to happen in waves. So small business like ours, we really see a surge in discovery calls around certain times of the year. So for example, that could be New Year or the beginning of spring or right before the end of summer. And by really understanding the pattern behind the trend, you can really be proactive and ensure that your company is ready to go for those busy times. So a discovery call, it's really that first step to building a solid relationship with clients. The conversation touches on goals and challenges and priorities that you can address in future interactions. It's really an opportunity for both parties to learn about each other, find commonalities, and determine if there's a good fit. So the goal of any discovery call is to close the deal, right? And to enter clients into your onboarding process. So the yes, it's great. But what comes after the yes, right? That's even more critical. So businesses should really create an easy customer onboarding process that really will ensure that sales are converted into lifelong customers. And the key really is, you know, to start with a really great sales messaging, right? That's going to be the key to successful onboarding process. And it really needs to showcase the value and then continue through nurturing to ensure customer loyalty. Hello and welcome to another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple. I'm your host, Jenny Lyon. And today I thought we could really dig into some strategies that can help you land more clients and more specifically, discovery call strategies. When I first started my business 20 years ago, I very quickly realized that I hadn't executed a system to make an excellent first impression with potential clients. I often would feel unprepared, you know, and the stress would kill me. And in fact, I learned a lot, you know, over those past 20 years of what to do and what not to do but that's a whole other podcast. And I really thought I would share a little bit about what I have learned with you today and really show you how you can get the most out of your discovery calls and find those ideal clients. So number one is to begin with an intake form. You really want to save time and increase the chance of a successful discovery call. So there's really one simple requirement. Before I confirm a call with a potential client, I ask them to complete an intake form. This way, I can save time by not hopping on calls with people who might not be a good fit 
for our services. And the discovery call will be more likely to be successful for both parties. Intake forms are such an important part of the process because they really tell you what your customer needs and if you can provide it. So if you don't have one already, or if yours is poorly designed, then you could definitely miss out on leads that could potentially harm your business. So you may think to yourself, oh my gosh, Jenny, I am newer in business and I don't want to segment out anyone, right? What if during the discovery call, you know, I just ask them, you know, what can I help them with? Well, my advice is go for it, you know, give it a try while you're building your business. You know, you can talk to anyone that you choose and any of those opportunities could be a client or if not a client, a connection or a growth opportunity. So here's a little pro tip. I always send them off with resources, right? For those um, potential clients who are not ready to work with me quite yet, I make sure that they have resources to refer back to. So I really want to take that opportunity to nurture them and build them into a relationship. So even if you chat with someone, they're not quite the right fit for you yet, it doesn't mean that they won't be in the future. So send them off with some really good resources so that you become top of mind the next time they're thinking of help. Number two, record the call. Oh my gosh, you can take the most detailed notes that you want, right? And you can still miss things. And really taking exceptionally detailed notes, it's going to set you up for client onboarding success because you might think, oh, I'll remember all these details when the time comes, right? And then the time does come and you sit down to prepare the contract or set up the project or hand it off to your team, right? To um, take the project for you. And you realize, I forget, what exactly were we going to do? So there's lots of tools out there that you can use. I'll link to a few of my favorites in the show notes that can really make it super easy for you to record your calls. And to stay super organized, I record all of my calls, usually using Loom, which is great. And I'll link to it below because you'll love it. And it's a great way to look back for any type of clarification that you might need. Or if your notes aren't super clear and you're looking at them going, what did I mean there? You can always go back and you can check out the recording or better yet, you know, you could um, delegate it to one of your team members, right? It's a great way for you to bring your team into the loop without having to go through all the details again and maybe write it all out for them or record them their own video. You can just share the recording with them. And you don't want to assume that what you learned during that initial intake process is still true, right? So priorities change and buyer's needs are really transient. So when things do change, it's really your responsibility to know about it and to act on it. And having a recording makes this process so much easier. You can even send a copy to the client, right? And they have it for their own notes and records. And then it's a great way when you do your kickoff call to touch base and say, you know, has anything changed, you know, since we last spoke? And number three is to practice the art of listening. Oh my gosh, right? So how much should you talk during a discovery call? The answer is pretty simple, as little as possible, right? And it might sound a little counterintuitive, but taking the time away from the client and talking more, you know, it's it really is counterintuitive. By talking less, it actually helps to close more deals. So I hear this question a lot. 
So I want to clarify why the answer isn't as straightforward as one that you might think. So talk to listen is something that should be really obvious, but it's not because it's a byproduct of doing, you know, everything else right. So talk less and listen more during a sales call to see better conversion rates. It doesn't mean that you literally spend 40% of your time listening, right? But you want to make sure that you don't go above, you know, the recommended ratio. So you've got to stay in that recommended range. So I usually think like, you know, stay within 50%, right? They're going to talk 50% of the time. You're going to talk 50% of the time. And the right questions will really help you to figure out what your potential client needs. You can use that time to ask them about their goals and really dig into their pain points and their timeline and obstacles. And then once you identify your client's needs, they'll be more likely to partner with you. And so here are some general questions that will really help during a discovery call. So the first one is, what are your goals and your timeline? You know, what problems are you trying to solve? What does success look to you, you know, look like to you? You know, you want to fill in that blank, you know, is there a specific type of service that you offer, right? If you offer web design services, then that's a question you want to ask. What does success look like to them when it comes to a website project? So here's another pro tip. Active listening is key to building a relationship with your potential clients, right? I mean, it's the same in any relationship. And one way to show this skill is by asking prospects questions and listening to the answers. And actively listening really does help build trust and reliance on that relationship. Number four is, oh my goodness, prepare ahead of time. Preparation is key, right? It is numero uno when it comes to a discovery call with a potential client. This should be an easy decision, but from my experience, it seems that many just kind of dive in, right? And they have like all these loaded questions and, you know, all of the information from the intake form. But this is when you prove your worth to potential clients. You know, they will rave about their hopes and their dreams without realizing that you can help them with your insights and your expertise. So social media is a great resource to find out about prospects. You know, check out their profiles, jump on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. You really want to better understand who they are and how you can interact with them according to their personality. So you can check out their website to get a fill of their offers, their brand, any red flags that you see. Think about how your service fits into their everyday lives and research the company so that you know where you fit into theirs. And having a plan for all the possible, you know, reservations is really key to success. You can't predict what someone will say, so you must prepare for them and offer solid and genuine advice. And the best, you know, idea is to focus on solving problems rather than benefits. And if you want to close the deal, make it clear how you can solve their pain points or fix a difficult situation for them. And number five is understand sales objectives. So uncovering the exact reason why they're on the fence or have already made their mind up and it's a no, that can be really tricky. You know, according to data, the top three objections are time, money, and they're just uncertain. So let's kind of go through those. So time, you know, unfortunately, now is not a good time, right? You might hear that. And it's the number one brush off <laughs> technique that's used. Often this objective is used when the potential client 
doesn't want to disclose the real reason, you know, why they don't want to close the deal. You know, they either feel that now is the time to sign up with you or they don't, right? And this is a way that they will usually say, you know, that they don't feel like now is a good time, but they're not going to really open up and let you know what the underlying objective really is. Money. Oh my gosh. So you might hear, you know, this all sounds great, but it's a little bit out of my budget, right? So either this is true, right? Or it's another popular brush off technique, right? So if, if so, avoid overselling due to desperation, right? However, you do want to discover if they truly can't afford your services. So once you know the true objective, then you can put the price into context and present some hard facts on pricing. And then there's uncertainty, right? They need to think about it, right? Or they need to talk to their spouse about it. And this is where you can really put on your coaching hat. Most of the time, this is really just a mindset issue. You have to be able to coach the prospective client through their objections and through their fear. So you may be thinking, oh my gosh, yes, I hear these things all the time, but I haven't figured out how to overcome them. I can hear you. I understand. And how much difference would your business be if you could handle those objections like like a boss, right? You'd be getting more yes than no, guaranteed, guaranteed. So here are a few tips to start with. So first off, you want to illuminate the gap. You really want to show them where they are now versus where they want to be and how you can get them there. Next up is you want to be prepared, right? You want to know the top objections that you hear and how to overcome them. So you want to create a loose script so that you can show up with confidence and not fumble your way through the rest of the call, but you can just nail and seal the deal. And then you want to work through your own fears. So knowing your own triggers and overcoming them, it will really help you to feel more confident. So more confidence equals more success, right? So should I say that again? (laughs) More confidence equals more success. It's true. Number six is you want to wow them in the follow-up. So after a discovery call, it's a wonderful gesture to send a thank you email with a welcome pack. Every single call, you know, I, as soon as I'm done, I hold, I send a thank you email, I include my welcome packet, and I just thank the people for their time. And let them know that, you know, I'm excited to potentially work with them and hopefully gets them a little bit excited about our services. And is it enough to convince someone who has already, you know, set their mind against hiring you? No, probably not. But it can answer questions that they might have that were left unanswered, or it could sway a potential client that's still on the fence. But it doesn't stop here. I know personally when it comes, you know, to someone following up with me, you know, that it shows their interest, their dedication, organization, and workflow. And after all, if they remember and they diligently follow up with me, then they probably have some pretty solid systems in place. I remember a client told me once, your follow-up was the difference between you and the other person I was talking to. So if you drop the ball there, it sets the tone. You can drop the ball everywhere, but don't do it. (laughs) Just don't. Remember, first impressions are one of the major factors for someone feeling confident to work with you. So pro tip number three, if you want to impress them during the follow-up process, have your team transcribe or use a service. There's several out there like rev.com. I'll link to it in the show notes. 
and include key takeaways from the call. You know, that way you'll leave a great impression with them. So what did we learn today? Well, first up, most important, right? You really need to start with an intake form. You want to ensure that you're only talking to potential clients that are a good fit. You want to have them complete the questionnaire before you confirm the call with them. Number two, record the call. Stay organized and never miss critical details or takeaways by recording the call. This gives team members a chance to review what they need and clarify any gray areas for next steps as well. And number three is to practice the art of listening. Active listening, it's the key to building any relationship, but really importantly, relationships with potential clients. And you want to prepare ahead of time. Preparation really is the key to any discovery call, you know, with anyone, especially a prospective client. You want to check them out online, you know, check out their social media and really gain a better understanding of who they are and understand sales objectives. You know, according to the data, the top three objections, again, are time, money and uncertainty and uncovering the exact reason why and how to overcome them. It will definitely change your results. And last but not least is wow them with your follow-up. Strong follow-up can make a huge difference between you and the other person getting the job. You know, you want to wow them from the time that they hang up the phone and they either choose to close the deal with you or they decide that it's not a good fit. Discovery calls really are the difference in the growth of your business. When your potential clients first reach out, don't let the opportunity go to waste. In this new era, businesses really should know that the smallest gestures can build the longest lasting relationships. The difference between a lead that fizzles out and onboarding a new client, it can really be as simple as that. It really is the perfect opportunity to show off your company's enthusiasm for new clients. And of course, I'd love to help, right? You can reach out with any questions that you'd like. And if you've kind of been on the fence, oh my gosh, maybe I do need some help in my business. You know, maybe I need help with a marketing strategy for the coming year, or maybe it's just time to, you know, bring a team in to help with some areas of your business that you don't really need to be focusing on, right? Maybe you need help creating your monthly content, whether it's blog posts or scripts for videos or podcasts, or it's your email marketing or social media marketing. You know, there's so many different areas that we can help with on a regular basis. Or maybe next year's the year that you're finally going to launch your webinar or your online course or build that membership site. Whatever it is, please reach out. I'm always happy to answer any questions that you have. And you can do so at jennylion.com forward slash chat. And if you aren't sure what you need or where you even need to start, then please reach out because I'm definitely happy to help with that as well. Well, I hope you found these tips on strategies that you can use to land more clients through your discovery call process helpful. I'd love to hear how it goes and if you use any of the strategies. I really do love hearing from all of my listeners. So if you're using any of the tips, reach out. I'd love to hear from you. And I'll see you soon on another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple. Bye for now. 
Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to click the subscribe button wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, please leave a review. If you want to connect with Jenny, you can find her at JennyLyon.com or on social media. We'll see you next week for another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple.